You're listening to The Big Finish Podcast. Release date is the 13th of June, 2021. Your TARDIS is recovered. I doubt that. I mean, we have recovered the ship. It awaits you in the caverns. She can wait a while longer. If I'm going into battle, I have armaments to find. (laughs) Welcome to a shorter podcast than usual. That's the end. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm Benji Clifford and he's Nick Briggs. That's right, yes. And uh, we're having a, a little sort of summer break. But in this podcast, we leave you something very special indeed. A hat. The War Doctor begins. We go behind the scenes and tease you with the first 15 minutes of the first episode. But before that, a podcast isn't a podcast without a bit of randomoid selectatron. <laughs> so, here's what Ran has to offer. Right. It's four Survivors Series 4. Lovely. I love a bit of Survivors there. Survivors. Excellent fun. I always loved working on the Survivors stuff. This particular story is fun, mainly because there's lots of tribal singing in it from like the weird sort of cult in these episodes. And it's all just me hitting little things and little drums and stupid... I've got this little thing with bells on and feathers that I hit things with like that. And it's all very... Tribal, oh, that's nice. what I remember, yeah. There's also another There's another bit with guitar, there's also a bit where they say hello to somebody and I say, hi there. And that's, that's, the <laughs> that's the highlight. That's the highlight. Nobody recorded it, but it's in the script, so I just thought, oh, I'll do it. Hi there. <laughs> ha, hi there. <laughs> hi there. Um, we ought to listen to the trailer. Yeah, we should. Welcome. My name is Theo. We are fortunate to have found each other. All of us. A community of like minds. We must look upon it as an opportunity to absolve, evolve, reconnect with Gaia. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Molly had a note passed under her door during the night. I hope your burns are healing and lucky is on the mend. You are in danger here. Take care. I mean you no more harm, but I have seen things. May God protect you. Already there's unease, this ease, disease, sickness. Feel it in our midst. I had it. I had the death, but... You survived. I did. I'm a mess. No, you're a survivor. Books, uh, buildings, laboratories, we have so little left. There's always something to salvage. Well, if you feel the need to run, Greg, then run. Stop! What are you doing? What have you done? You, you, stop it! Stop it! Leave him alone! Survivors. Series 4. There it goes. It gets great reviews, by the way. Another superb piece of drama. 5 out of 5 from Cult Box. 10 out of 10 from Planet Mondas. Tightly written with immersive sound design and top-notch acting. Uh, Tin Dog Podcast is so dark, so incredibly moving, stands out above anything else. Mass movement, endlessly inventive, fascinating and thoroughly addictive. 9 out of 10 from Sci-Fi Bulletin. They very rarely give out that sort of uh, mark. It's normally 6 or something from there. So, uh, yeah, it's great. It's great stuff. Intelligent, literate and superbly scripted and performed. Says Starburst, 9 out of 10. Lovely. So there you go. Some winning stuff there. Yes, so... Um, you better explain how that uh, 25% discount can be attained while I quickly uh, email to tell uh, them 
Uh, well, folks, it's so simple. You don't have to be locked inside a, a bunker for a million years and uh, end up with some strange sort of post-apocalyptic cult to get your hands on this one. All you need to do is go to bigfinish.com. Uh, on the menu, go to podcasts. On there, it'll say it'll show this week's podcast. Click read more. On the read more, in the sort of blurby bit underneath, it'll say just click here and enter the code buck up. That's B U C K U P, no spaces, uh, no punctuation, um, no hi there's. Um, just, just that on its own. Um, <laughs> Enter that in and you'll get 25% discount. It's an absolutely great way to save, get the releases that you might not have got the first time round, and just, uh, you know, spend your money wisely. That's what I say. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, uh, it, it's um, it's a lovely one, isn't it? That I love it. I, ho- I hope people really get into that nice one. And I've, I've got Jackie. I've told Jackie, you know, that is... That is the RAN offer for 25% off. So thank you very it's much. Locked. It's locked in place. Uh, listen, we'll be back on track with a regular podcast next week, you know, with um, listeners' emails and, and uh, reviews and stuff. In the meantime, enjoy The War Doctor Begins. We go behind the scenes and then there's a 15-minute drama tease. Oh, I'm David Richardson. I'm the producer of The War Doctor Begins. Is that a legacy he would have wanted? What do you mean? Who? Life's champion. The feckless adventurer born at the stroke of midnight on your favourite world. It doesn't matter. They're dead to me now. All of them. We'd originally planned to um, continue making The War Doctor with John Hurt. We'd... We'd got as far as planning storylines, we had scripts, um, and we were looking at studio dates. And then the really awful news came that he'd passed away. And another way of putting it was a huge loss to the whole country, I mean, to the whole entertainment industry. He was was a titan amongst um, actors, you know, and uh, just a complete joy to work with. I still find it hard to believe that we actually managed to get him for Big Finish, you know. He came in and did all those recordings with us. I mean, how lucky were we? Um, just, yeah, just very, very special memories and a very happy time. We spent a lot of time looking for an actor to play the War Doctor, actually. We, we, had, we had a lot of names on the list and some very well-known names as well people who we thought had a, a quality that matched what John Hurt was doing but would do the role differently. I remember it was probably two or three years ago that Nick and I were just talking and he'd he'd heard online Jonathan Carley doing an impersonation. Hello I'm Nick Briggs and I'm the executive producer and creative director of Big Finish. Well I mean I found Jonathan uh, pretty much the same way a, a lot of people listening found his voice because he'd done uh, some um, impersonation work for various little online projects. And I was particularly struck by his John Hurt voice. I mean, I thought it was just uncanny. I just thought, you know, having worked so closely with John and being very familiar with his voice, I thought this is incredibly close 
and uh, we did recorded a little audition with him doing a bit of uh, war doctor voice which is all very nice and i just thought that what might help him is if he were to and i think david richardson and i discussed this if he were to um explore the emotional side of acting just a little bit more and you know one of our favorite people and a brilliant director and actor and acting coach is louise jameson who of course many of you listening will know as Leela from Doctor Who, but she's also worked for us in other capacities as a writer and a director. And so, uh, you know, since Jonathan did the audition with Louise reading in, and she was really impressed by the quality of his voice and how much like John Hurt it was, she having worked with John on the War Doctor releases as well, she agreed to do it. So he came to London and spent a day with Louise in a workshop space, and they just played around with the character and with scenes just to develop the performance to develop and I guess it just just to make him more familiar with where we wanted to go with it because um, we knew at that stage Louise was going to be directing the series as well um, so it just gave them time together away from the studio away from the pressure of the record button having to be pressed just to play around with it for one day and I think that day just playing and getting to know the character meant that by that very first day when Jonathan came into the studio, he already owned it. You know, there was there was no finding the young war doctor when we were in studio. He was there, he'd got it. So we were able just to kick off with episode one and we were there. It was just the most joyous experience. Hello, Louise Jameson here. To see his progression during that day was really quite moving because he arrived with a technically polished version of what he wanted to do and then we worked on developing it emotionally and he takes notes like a sponge soaking up water he just runs with whatever I give him and he's also incredibly versatile so the astute listener might be able to pick him up reading other small parts in and around the series but I think you'd be hard pushed to identify him because he's so um, mercurial he's he's brilliant I love working with him my name is Jonathan Carley and I am playing the war doctor is there a point to this doctor I am very much not the doctor isn't that what you wanted It's uh, no small ask, (laughs) let's put it that way, because it's been a long time in the planning, uh, as I understand it, Uh, best part of a year, really. So it's I've I've had time to get my head around it, but still nothing quite prepares you for sitting down with a script, with a cast of actors and playing the character as written. So it's quite a surreal uh, experience. And, you know, John Hurt is such a famous and well-respected actor You can't help but be a little bit intimidated by that. But the way I see it is I am playing the character. I'm not playing John Hurt. So that's my mentality, which just makes it a little bit easier to focus on what I'm doing on the page rather than getting too bogged down in, in myths and legends of the real world, as great as they are. We wanted to start at the beginning of The War Doctor's life. So you are literally picking the story up just the next second after the end credits of Night of the Doctor have rolled. I think it it gave us that distinction. It it told the audience where we we were. You know, we we were living up to the title, The War Doctor Begins, Wumpf, It Begins. And 
it was it was great to get the sisterhood back you know to go back to Khan to actually set it all up and then just launch out into the universe the fact that it's basically the beginning of his life really helped because it, it sort of gave me the permission to play with it a bit more if it was a direct continuation of the audios that we already had it would be a tough act to follow um, but looking at the life of this incarnation you could potentially see it as you know, a different incarnation of the war doctor because his, his life it could be you know almost infinite in length it could be hundreds of years and we just don't know so going back to the beginnings of that and you know, narratively as well as performance-wise, finding the footing of this character and finding where his place is within this conflict, it, it does help make it a more coherent and manageable journey in, uh, in multiple ways. Light, damn you, light! Doctor? Oh. Doctor? No. I have water. The High Priestess thought you might need it after your uh, experience. I said no! I will leave it here for you, Doctor. Go away and stay away. There is no Doctor here. Lithia, leave our guest. Something tells me he is not yet ready for visitors. Yes, Ohila. Doctor, you're scaring the Acolytes. I told that girl and now I'm telling you. The Doctor is gone. We are burying your acquaintance. Would you like to attend the ceremony? No. It's cold enough in here. I thought you should have the chance. If she hadn't met me, she wouldn't be dead. On the contrary, she would be dead either way. You tried to save her. The universe is already burning. What matters now is what you will do to stop that. I will see you when you are ready, Doctor. Doctor. No more. constant. With the laying on of stones, we commit this visitor's body to Khan. She fell from the stars. Her journey ends here. Khan. 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 Khan.
let her soul rest. Khan, be constant, my sisters. Khan, be constant. Khan, be constant. I thought your dad were given a funeral pyre. She is not one of ours. She was a child of the universe. The ritual is over, but if you would like to say a few words... Leave me, Ohila. Very well. I'm sorry. I couldn't save you. I tried. He tried. I couldn't save him either. Did he really think he could stay apart from the war? Play the dashing, romantic hero forever. How full of hope he was. How naive. How foolish. Oh, no. There's too much to do. I shall get started. I summon your voice across the ether. This is all very primitive. You could just use a communicator, you know. You care nothing for tradition, Commodore. I'm all for progress. But please, go ahead. Make your matrix connections however you wish. I was expecting to speak with the President. I'm sure you were. Lord Rassilon wishes to know, is it done? It is. Mm. Finally, how soon until the Doctor can join the ranks? He is taking time to get used to his new situation. His ship is damaged. We can send him a new TARDIS. You know the Doctor and his craft. Oh, all those habits will need to break. He's strayed through the universe for far too long on his own. He has had companions. Humans. Humanoids. Ephemeral pets. And the one Time Lord he travelled with corrupted. Cardinal Alistra has always believed the Doctor could turn the tide of the war. Rassilon thinks him a liability not to be trusted. I am yet to be convinced either way. It's not my job to convince you or your Lord President. I simply protect the flame. Smoke and mirrors. You stole our science and wove your magic around it. Now you try to keep it incomprehensible. We stole from you, oh, Tamazan. You know what the Sisterhood calls Rassilon. Father of lies. Rewriting Gallifrey's history to suit himself. He banished us millennia ago because we held too much power. Now the Time Lords would steal our future too. We are not thieves. You are thieves, liars, and a thousand other things. Enough! If he heard any of this, Rassilon would have you destroyed, wiped from the face of the cosmos once and for all. Let him try. Khan is protected by the flame for all time. <coughs> this has all got rather heated rather quickly. Shall we start again? Oh, come on, come on. Oh. oh, no, 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 no. No good, no good at all. Doctor? Oh, so sorry. Can I assist you? Oh, hurry up, girl. I'm supposed to be a soldier now. I, I need to find something. Uh, can I help? I don't know. Can you, water girl? 
My name is Lithia. I am a sister of the flame. Where are they? All those who happily trotted along behind me. Where are they now? Never mind. Tide and time wars wait for no man, eh? May I ask, what are you doing in the graveyard of the skies? Something grave. I got dragged here before, you know. Found someone trawling shipwrecks for bodies. I know the stories. Of Morbius. Criminal wretch he might have been, but we can't ignore his instincts. There are resources on Khan. Weapons fallen from the stars. Uh, well, now I know what you seek. I can assist. Yeah. What do you know about instruments of war cloistered away on Khan? Uh, this is a Ravillian supply drone carrying high-impact projectile weapons and short-range chronoblasters. So it is! Unfortunately, they all burned out on impact. So they did. Go on. What's that over there? That crater holds the remains of Crymar starfighters. They crashed to Khan two centuries ago, and three days ago and will crash again in a hundred years. To crash once may be regarded as a misfortune. Listen, and you will hear. The last battleships of the temporal powers litter the plains. Monans, Phidonians, a hundred other races, warriors and innocents. Some were escaping, some went down fighting. Some never knew what happened. Over on that ridge, phasing through a purple shift, a Shalar troop carrier. They hit a Krona mine on the edge of our system and now experience the moment of their deaths in an infinite loop. I wouldn't bother opening that one. Poor souls. How are you doing that? Summoning their voices? I simply know the time war. I am connected to it. We're all connected to it. That's the problem. Lithia, did you say? Have you trained with a sisterhood for long? All my life. Ohila says I am her most promising acolyte. Be careful what she has you promise. What do you mean you're connected to the time? Look, I can show you. Sacred source, lend me your vision. Sacred fire, lend me power. Fascinating. You can conjure up something very like a Matrix window. Out of thin air. Time Lord Science is elevated here. So they keep telling me. I see into the heart of the conflict. Ohila wishes to monitor its course. To be prepared if it comes here. It'll be everywhere eventually. Unless someone stops it. Battle, cease. Rather a bold assumption that anyone can. Wars only stop when one side or the other runs out of reasons to fight. I can't see either the Daleks or the Time Lords backing down. Is it? Sir? Is the Time War coming here? Yes. The aspect I showed you is already within Khan's system. It is the battlefront your human friend was fleeing. She wasn't my friend. Once she saw my TARDIS, we could never be friends. I was sent to tell you... 
Your TARDIS is recovered. I doubt that. I mean, we have recovered the ship. It awaits you in the caverns. She can wait a while longer. If I'm going into battle, I have armaments to find. Our officers will be with you imminently. I told you the doctor needs time. We don't have any to spare. They can see to his TARDIS. I also told you it's not his ship that's the problem. They will help with his mental state too. Give them access to him. Grant them every assistance. You want your soldiers to stride in here and do as they please. Khan is not beholden to Gallifrey. This mutual antagonism serves no purpose. Speak for yourself. I find it extremely therapeutic. Gallifrey recognizes the value of Khan and its sisterhood. Gallifrey might, but does your Lord President? Rassilon agrees to the provisions we've settled on. You will be protected. One of the agents will see to it. The Time War is closing in. My seers tell me the chaos approaches. That's one thing you're right about. Time is short. All the more reason to work together for the benefit of all. Tamerson out. I'm sorry, Kaz. You needed these when you were alive. Maybe you could have fought off whatever hit your gunship. Let's see here. Ah. Fusion blaster. Dead batteries. Uh, pulse grenades. Could be useful. Oh. Hmm. I'm far too familiar with all these trinkets. Although, the workmanship on this micro-blaster, ingenious power compression, intelligent targeting, too. Ah, oh, I see you found a hobby. Treasure hunting? Uh, hardly treasures. I told you I wanted to be left alone. You'll need help bringing it all inside. I'll have some of the acolytes scour the wrecks on your behalf. You don't need to do it yourself. I don't need to get my hands dirty. That's been the problem with Time Lords for far too long. My sisters have insight. They can home in on anything you need. Is that what you sign up for these days as a Sister of the Flame? Arms dealing? They'll do as I say. Is any of this actually usable? Uh, I can test them. I should get used to the tools of the trade. Well, that one works. It will come good, Doctor. This is the road you were always meant to take. We're not friends, Ohila. You backed me into a corner. What choice did I have? Nobody has choices anymore. You've been avoiding your responsibilities for far too long. Responsibilities? What would your people have done if you were president now instead of that despot? Would this war ever have started? Don't play consequences with me. Why not? Because it's your choices that led here to this grave. The human's death is the final consequence of every step you've ever taken. Is that a legacy he would have wanted? What do you mean? Who? Life's champion. 
the feckless adventurer born at the stroke of midnight on your favourite world. It doesn't matter. You've been listening to a Big Finish production. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Yeah.